Welcome to the Change Something Podcast, where we recognize that we all have 168 hours in one week. How will you leverage it? How will you use it not only for your own good, but for the good of your city? On this podcast, we will speak with psychologists, chiropractors, teachers, truckers, first responders, writers, and all sorts of professionals every month for 15 minutes or less to provide tools and tips to not only better your life, but to help you participate in the good of your city. My name is John Ju, and I'm glad that you are joining us. Today, I have a special guest with me. His name is Darren Georgia, and he works as a freelance sports photographer, taking pictures for Major League Baseball and the National Football League. Hey, Darren, it's good to have you on the show. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, before we dive into how you would encourage our listeners and before you provide a tip about how you leverage your job for the good of your community, can you just tell us how did you end up in your current job taking pictures for the big leagues? And can you just share with us a little bit of your journey and how you'd encourage someone who wants to become a more serious about photography? Definitely. I've had kind of a weird um, career path. I initially moved to Chicago to pursue a career in comedy. Um, I did that. Yeah, I did that for about four years. uh, And photography actually started as a hobby, just on my phone, wandering around taking pictures of the city of Chicago. Uh, And Instagram actually has developed like a great community of photographers. And so through networking opportunities, um, I was able to learn a lot, teach myself a lot. Uh, You know, it eventually developed from iPhone photography to getting a standard crappy little DSLR and just trying to figure out like, you know, I would see something done. And eventually I was connected to this uh, Chicago tourism board as a group of photographer influencers and Um, I was able to take over that account one week, share some of my favorite work. They're partnered with a bunch of different places around the city. And one of them they were partnered with was the White Sox. And, you know, in exchange for two free tickets and a credential, they would allow you to come in, take pictures during the game and do your own creative thing. And for their social media platforms, I just signed up for as many of those as I could. I eventually was able to network my way into a job with MLB, uh, which I still am currently Working with him, I think I'm on what would have been my fourth uh, season. Through that opportunity with Major League Baseball, I was able to network my way into jobs with, you know, I worked for the NFL for a season and then the Bears actually hired me on last season as a freelance game day. uh, Opportunities with NHL, soccer. So um, I've had a really good time just kind of making my impact on the Chicago sports scene. And it's, it's been a tremendous journey, one that I never thought in a million years would be what I am pursuing. I would say, you know, if you want to be more serious about photography, especially sports is, you know, you just always have to be shooting if it's whether it's like a local baseball game or whatever it is, hone in those skills. Yeah, I've experienced things that I'll never forget throughout the entirety of my career. And I hope to continue to do more and make even more of an impact on the community. Yeah. So it sounds like it developed really from a just a side hobby, something that you're curious about, and you were self learning, made some connections and now you've been contracted with MLB and NFL and all these other sports teams. It's been it's been a journey for sure, but I'm I'm absolutely loving it and hope to continue it. Yeah. What does your typical day look like then as a freelance sports photographer? I'm sure it looks different now than pre-COVID. Uh, any crazy stories that jump out at you? Yeah, I mean it's definitely different now. Um, no sports now, but um, you know, on a typical day, it, it just. It really depends. I'm somebody who likes to get there really early because there's a lot of creative opportunity before the game. You know, the stadium is empty, players and athletes being themselves more so because they're not, you know, they're not performing yet. They're not 
in the game yet. They're getting ready for the game. There's some really unique right. opportunities to capture what these players do on a day-to-day basis. Um, so like batting practice for baseball is always one of my favorite times to take photos with sports. It's a different every day. You never know what's going to happen. You could see mm. something for the first time, the only time. Uh, and it's really why I love doing sports photography is it's it's different every day, even if it may seem like it's the same. Uh, that is so true. I've never thought about it that way. You could really be capturing a moment that will never happen again in that mm-hmm. specific scenario. Yep. So you shared that batting practice is one of the most exciting or interesting parts of your job. Can you share about why that is? So I, I grew up a big baseball fan and you know, just to be at the stadium and around people that you grew up idolizing and yeah. you see them doing what they do best, their job, they're very passionate about it. They're very, it's their livelihood. And when you're in an empty stadium during batting practice and you're hearing the sounds of ball on the bat, ball hitting the glove, you're seeing these players in a moment that's not intense, if that makes sense. So yeah, you get to really see their personalities come out, which I also love because they are just people. And you know, when you see these personalities of people that are idolized, you really want to capture them in a good light, obviously. Like there's the news side of it where you're just kind of looking for the story, right? Mine is to create more of a story in a positive light. I do think we often forget when we only see these professionals in a three-hour window during game time, that they really are just human beings themselves. They have their own personalities. They have their own stories. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you just feel really called to be able to capture who they are in their real essence. Yeah. I mean, I want to give them something that whether they like it or not, you know, just something that they can look back on and be proud of or have a story behind an image. Um, you know, sure. just as much as I have a story from that image, they also will have a story from it. Well, a vision for the Change Something podcast is to help our listeners or someone that they know receive tips so that we can be good for our communities. But before we hear about how you're advocating on the behalf of your community, there are over 2.7 billion smartphones in the world, which comprises more than a third of the global population. And with that amount of momentum, there's been a steep rise in popularity around photography as there's an ever-increasing access to photography software and hardware. Uh, What is just your number one tip that you would offer an amateur photographer posting pictures on their social media? Uh, What makes a good photo? That's a good question. Um, One thing I will say is don't just post a photo just to post a photo. Hmm. Everybody has access to cameras now and cameras that take hundreds of pictures within seconds. I mean, I would say that, you know, in an average game, I could take anywhere from it could be anywhere from 2,000 to 10,000 photos, depending on what's going on in the game. Whoa, in like a three-hour game? Yeah, and this is like with BP, creative shots, test shots, whatever it is. It can be. I'm not saying it's that all the time. But of those thousands of photos that I'm taking, there might only be you know, 10 to 20 good ones. It depends on the day. I mean, photographers have bad days too. So I'm not going to post an image just to post one just to get likes. You're trying to post a something that is meaningful that will connect with Mm. people, um, something that people want to see, something that's relatable. In terms of what makes a good photo, that's honestly in the eye of the beholder because, yes, there are people who take bad photos that think they are good photos. (laughs) Um, Making sure you have a good composition, good lighting, play around with it. I mean, you have an automatic setting on your camera. All iPhones are automatic and all that stuff. You can edit it. You can do whatever. Taking a good photo is one thing, knowing what to do with it when editing is another. no, I think that's so helpful for our listeners to think about as you take thousands of pictures and only 10 to 12 make it to the final cut. It's really an exercise of training your eye to see to see what qualifies as a good picture. Definitely, yeah. 
Are there any resources that you might recommend for people who are trying to grow in their photography skills, maybe a web page or a book? What I use as a resource, honestly, is other photographers seeing what they're doing to inspire. Obviously, yeah. you know, you don't want to be a copycat and do what somebody else is doing because you're not going to stand out. So taking ideas and concepts, looking at other images, just relying on your community to drive that inspiration. But, you know, I find that I learn the most from other photographers. Um, mm. My grandfather was a photographer for National Geographic. Uh, and so we were around the camera growing up and uh, the stories he has with that are incredible. Because I mean, yes, you can listen to podcasts, read books on how to take a good photo, but it's honestly going to come down to you as a person and what you want to capture. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a great, great tip. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to link Darren's uh, Instagram and website so you can take a look at his pictures and be inspired by the work that he's doing as well. Uh, I want to pivot our time on this podcast and just simply ask, in what way do you try to tell stories through your pictures to advocate on the behalf of your community? Uh, that's a good question. And there's a point where I really didn't, wasn't sure of who I was as yeah. a photographer. And now that I'm connected in the Chicago sports industry and sports are something that can unite this city, whether you're a Cubs fan or Sox fan, there is a little bit of a rivalry there, but it still will bring the city of Chicago together yeah, um, so good. regardless. Um, and so Chicago is a big city and these sports organizations have a big impact on this city. So for me, being able to tell a story and show Chicago sports in a positive light uh, is really what way I try to tell those stories through my pictures, at least. Is there maybe a story that even sticks out to you of maybe one of these sports organizations working with a charity or working with a service project that you've been able to capture and just bring attention to? Definitely. I mean, uh, a big part of it I learned is working for an organization as opposed to like the league. When you're working for an organization, they're very involved in the community. And the White Sox do a fantastic job of that um, mm. with community outreach, whether it's with players, staff. There's several different organizations that we work with that are really dedicated to helping the youth of the city, whatever that may be, whether it's helping out in uh, less fortunate areas of the city or trying to motivate the youth to really dedicate their lives to something they're passionate about and giving back to the community. So that I would say I learned a lot about last year. It's not just about shooting games on game day. There's several things that we need to document, not only to show that, you know, we want to show that we're giving back to the city, but also document it for, you know, in hopes of inspiring other people to give back yeah, in those absolutely. ways as well. No, I love this framework that you're sharing that a picture tells a million words. And you're not only thinking about photography as just taking a good photo, but what story can you tell to I think the word that you used was inspire people in our community to be unified, to come together, to think not only about ourselves, but others as well. Exactly. Yep. So what shift in thinking, and you kind of alluded to this as well a little bit earlier, but what shift in thinking did you need to make to leverage your job for the good of your city? Sports are great, but they are more than just a game. Mm. Sports really can unify a group of people. I mean, you see people who are so passionate about it, whether it's your team or not. I mean, I, I get excited for teams that I don't normally root for just because sports are so romantic and they, they yeah. have this way of exciting people, bringing people together. There's heartbreak, there's rise from heartbreak. I mean, there's so many different things that sports can provide just to point out, like, you know, when this whole COVID thing started, people say, well, this just shows how much we don't need sports. Hmm. Sports, I think are very powerful. I think they give people something to look forward to some hope. And I think that when sports do come back, it's going to be huge for this city and providing some sort of unified, we got this, we're in this together, mm. you know, really inspiring that 
we can get through it and hopefully sports can help bring that message. Yeah. And I think that's so well said, Darren. I think in the time right now when things seem to be so divisive, having a unifier like sports, it may mm-hmm. seem like a cliche, but it is romantic, right? It's it's mm-hmm. an opportunity for strangers to rub shoulders and to root for the same goal and the same team. Exactly. And you know, to kind of answer your question officially, to leverage my job is if we're going to have sporting events that don't have fans, it's my responsibility to capture it and share those stories for those who can't be there. Uh, and that mm-hmm. goes, I mean, even when we have fans, it's my goal is to share my story, share their story uh, for those who aren't physically there. Well, Darren, thanks so much for doing your part in not only taking beautiful pictures, but really inspiring us to leverage our everyday jobs for the good of our cities. Really appreciate your time. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Sports are romantic because it gives us an opportunity to be unified. No matter your background, ethnicity, age, or socioeconomic status, rooting for the same cause gives us the ability to stand shoulder to shoulder. Maybe you're not into sports, but how might you portray someone in their positive light, in the way that you speak, treat, or tell their story? How might you leverage your work or yourself to bring unity in your family, your workplace, or in your community? Let's not sit back and wait for someone else to be the change. Let's be the good. Let's go change something.